Well, Mama, it is the podcast third birthday. I can't believe it. What started out as a COVID hobby. Hi, this would be funny. Let's do this. If you've joined me along the journey, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to speak into your day as a busy mum, no matter where in the world you find yourself. You know, I'm from a little little town in Australia and so many listeners are all over the world, which is just mind-blowing that I get to be your source of encouragement, a source of encouragement for you in your motherhood journey while you're doing an amazing job, doing your best, And I just want to, I just really wanted to start this show and continue it on to be encouragement for you, to speak life into your, into your motherhood journey, because I know that motherhood can be hard, certainly have our hard days, don't we? And yet there's so much beauty in it. There's so much beauty when we come together, when we, as a village, come together and encourage each other and support each other on and cheer each other on. So thank you so much. Thank you for three years for over 50,000 downloads now, which I just like only God, right? Only God. This was his idea. He is the reason that I keep going year after year. And I just am so grateful to him to entrust me with this platform and speaking into your lives. So as you can probably hear, and if you have, if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I have been extremely unwell for some reason. I just cannot keep uh, this infection, but we're getting there. So they're getting there. So today is a super short episode. Really, I just could not let the podcast third birthday pass without coming on here and saying something. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you wish that there was a way to spend more quality time with your family without the guilt of letting your house or your to-do list go down the drain? I know what it feels like to try and manage the thousand things that you have to do as a mum each day. The cooking, the cleaning, the picking up, doing errands, running around, drop-offs, laundry, groceries, dishes, let alone actually having time for yourself, for your husband, for your kids, or even time to spend with God. So imagine with me for a moment that you have flow in your homemaking. You have flexible systems that worked for you. So you have time to be present and say yes without the guilt 
when your kids ask to go to the park or for a bike ride. So this is why I'm so excited to announce I am now offering home management audit sessions. And this is where I teach you to create flexible routines for your home to give you back more time in your day, which you can spend playing with your kids and having picnics without mum guilt. So in these sessions, we will identify the areas in your home which are not working for you and your family. And from that, create a flow to take back control of your home and time. So at the end of the session, you'll walk away with one simple action step to turn your biggest stress in your home into a streamlined rhythm as part of your day. So if you're ready to finally get that mountain of laundry off the couch so you have room to sit for movie nights, get back ownership of your time, happiness, and not feel like your to-do list is controlling you, then now is your time to make a change because you absolutely can. You can head to wholesomemama.com slash coaching and let's create flexible home routines so you can finally have better balance and spend quality time with your family. A few weeks ago, we um, finished going through the book of Proverbs on Instagram. I was going live every weekday and we were going through one book of Proverbs to gain wisdom for motherhood is what we started. But then I realized that it's really beyond motherhood. It's just life in general. And motherhood is just a part of our life, but we are called to be wise. So I wanted to go through my top takeaways from the book of Proverbs today. And as I said, it's going to be a really quick episode because my voice is probably going to give way. And I don't know how this audio is going to come out on the podcast. So, but here we are, we'll see how we go. So the first key takeaway was that we need to be open to correction. So many times throughout Proverbs, it's talked about being open to correction, having our being teachable, remaining teachable, continue to seek advice, continue to learn more, to gain more wisdom. That wisdom is not a, we're going to get there and that's the end kind of journey. It is a ever changing, ever growing And as we mature as Christians, you know, you go from when you first give your life to God, when you first start believing, when you first decide that you want to live this Christian life for real, we then mature. Um, And Paul talks about that in the New Testament too, but we are to remain open. We're not going to get it all right. And for some of us, that's a really hard thing to do is to admit that we don't know it all, that we're going to make mistakes you know, I, I thought that the Bible meant something. And then I realized that I was taking that scripture out of context and it really meant this, or I was still listening to this music or I still had all these thought patterns, or I actually really had an addiction or I was idolizing something, or there are things that along the way is going to be picked up and God is going to bring into the light that he's continually searching our heart and on our journey into being more like him, it is a good thing that he brings these things to our attention. That, hey, you're you're idolizing your own reputation over me. You're seeking out other people's approval over what I have to say. So that was my, that was one of my top takeaways. Another top takeaway was how often it talks about needing to bite our tongues. So watching the words that we speak. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I am 
a huge fan of the term speak life. Like speak, we want to be speaking life. Our words have power. You know, Proverbs talks about there's life in, and death in the power of the tongue. Like our words, there's so much power in our words. And so we need to be extremely careful. And it's more so that we just become conscious. We need to become conscious of the words that we are speaking, that we are speaking over ourselves, that we are speaking over our husband and our marriage, that we are speaking over our children and our relationship with them, our extended family, our life, our work, our ministry, our church, our friends. We need to be so conscious and careful of the words to not gossip, to not put other people down, to not judge people unnecessarily for the wrong things, for the wrong reasons. Now, probably the biggest takeaway for me though was the importance and how everything in Proverbs, every proverb, every little bit of wisdom came back to fearing the Lord. It was repeated again and again and again all throughout Proverbs how important it is to live in a place of fearing God. And fearing God doesn't mean being afraid of God. It means living in this place of reverence for God, just of complete wonder and awe of who he is. And I know that we we really overuse the words wonderful and awesome, but when you understand what they mean, that is who he is. That is God. He is wonderful. He's full of wonder. He's full of mysteries, of amazement. He is awesome. He's not like anyone else. He's not like anything else. And so to live in a place where that is your view of him, it's fearing him because it's almost, it's like almost being afraid of him because he's just so awesome. He's just so good. He's been so good to me in my life. He has been so good to me. Yes, I have gone through trials and yes, I have gone through struggles and there has been pain and not every day has been awesome, but God himself, he is awesome and he has shown me his goodness and his faithfulness and his kindness time and time and time again. And so it's to live in that place where everything I do, the the moment I wake up, I am conscious again of who he is, of his character, that he is love, that he is joy, that he is truth. He is the light of the world. He's, he is good. And so everything I I do comes from that being my foundation, that my foundation of how I live my life is the fear and wonder of God. And uh, John Bevere has just brought out a book that I'm about to start reading and I'm very excited to start reading it, Around the Awe of God. He has preached this message for years and years and years around what it is to live in the fear of the Lord, to live in the fear of God and how how do we teach that to our kids? How do we How do we raise them up in a way to fear God? So that I think for me was the biggest takeaway that that is of ultimate importance that if nothing else my life should glorify him because I live in the fear of the Lord 
And then on that note, the last thing that I wanted to share was Proverbs 31. And Proverbs 31, up until I started really reading um, Proverbs super intentionally, I looked at Proverbs 31, the um, from verse 10 onwards, the virtuous woman, the radiant bride, different translations have different headings for it, but lady wisdom. And we can, particularly as women, because wisdom is personified as a woman in, um, in the book of Proverbs. Well, so is folly there, lady folly and lady wisdom. But anyway, we look at that and we, we read all the things that she does. We go through all, all the wonderful things that this, this woman does. She, I'm just going to actually quickly read it. Who could ever find a wife like this one? She's a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's a, full of wealth and wisdom. The price paid for her was greater than many jewels. Her husband has entrusted his heart to her, but she brings him the rich spoils of victory. All throughout her life, she brings him what is good, not evil. She searches out continually to possess that which is pure and righteous. She delights in the work of her hands. She gives out revelation truth to feed others. She's like a trading ship bringing divine supplies from the merchant. Even in the night season, she arises and sets foot on the table for hungry ones in her house and for others. She sets her heart upon a nation and takes it as her own, carrying it with her. She labors there to plant the living vines. She wraps herself in strength, might, and power in all her works. She tastes and experiences a better substance, and a shining light will not be extinguished no matter how dark the night. She stretches out her hands to help the needy. She lays hold of the wheels of government. She's known by her extravagant generosity to the poor, and she always reaches out her hands to those in need. She's not afraid of tribulation, for all her household is covered in the jewel gar garments of righteousness and grace. Her clothing is beautiful, beautifully knit together, a purple gown of exquisite linen. Her husband is famous and admired by all, sitting as the venerable judge of his people. Even her works of righteousness she does for the benefit of her enemies. Bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over the latter days. Her teachings are filled with wisdom and kindness as loving instruction pours from her lips. She watches over the ways of her household and meets every need they have. Her sons and daughters arrive in one accord to extol her virtues and her husband arises to speak of her in glowing terms. There are many valiant and noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. Charm can be misleading and beauty is vain and so quickly fades. But this virtuous woman lives in the wonder, awe and fear of the Lord. She will be praised throughout eternity. So go ahead and give her the credit that is due for she has become a radiant woman and all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gateways of the city. When I read that and growing up kind of like in, in my teenage years reading that, I would look at that and go, okay, so to be a godly woman, I need to get up before sunrise and have breakfast made and ready for my family. And then I need to give to the poor. And then I need to run a business. And then I need to, I need to be dressed in the finest linen. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to. That was how I was reading Proverbs 31, like this big checklist of to-dos in order to be a godly wife, a godly mum, a, a godly woman, really. But and I really love the way that the Passion Translation, that's the translation that I just read. And I really love that, the way that it talks about that. Because this virtuous woman lives in the wonder, awe and fear of the Lord, because that is her foundation. Everything that she accomplishes doesn't mean she accomplishes it all in one day, but everything that she does over her lifetime, it is wisdom in action. It is her 
her wisdom. She's lady, lady wisdom. It is her inaction because she lives from the foundation of fearing God. So that to me was like a light switch and went, it's not about this fancy checklist of all these wonderful things that I need to be doing that are all really good things. It's not about that. It's about that when I live in the fear of the Lord, when I live in that foundation and everything else in my life will flow from that. And there will be fruit from my life because I live in the fear of the Lord, because I live from a place of just wanting to glorify him that I don't want to, I don't want to please anybody else. I don't care if my enemies benefit from what I do. I don't care what people say. I care that my life glorifies God. Our fruit will show our lives. And so I want that. And that checklist, what I thought was a checklist is literally just the fruit of her life, of her heart being in a place of holy reverence of who God is that she just is generous, that she just is loving, that she just is caring. That is who she is because she is so close in relationship to the father because she's so intimate with him and knows his character. She knows the truth. She knows what is good and she does it out of a place of reverence and awe of who he is. So that that was my biggest takeaway from going through the book of Proverbs. If you haven't, I highly recommend going through, taking a month, there's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. So take a month and go through, read one a day and really don't read it to to tick it off and go, well, tick, but read it and ask God, like just highlight one verse to me or what is one thing you were trying to speak to me through this and you do it again and do it again and do it again. Because every time I read it, I get so much more out of it. I hope that that encouraged you and blessed you. And thank you again, Mama, for being here over the last three years, whether this is your first episode or you have been here since episode one back in July 2020. I'm so grateful for you. So, so grateful for you. And please come over, come over to Instagram at Wholesome Mama and say hello. Let me know that you listen to the show um, or don't forget to join our Facebook group full of other Christian mamas doing life just like you and we can we can do this thing together so be blessed mama and I will be back next week hopefully feeling and sounding much better but have a beautiful week and I'll be with you soon well that wraps up another episode and I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.